Welcome to the Mental Dietitian Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Lynch-Potter, just a guy who's trying to live a great life and learn the best way to live it. This show is for the everyday human being that feels exactly how I feel, and every week I'll be bringing you weekly episodes on how to get better mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, and financially, so you can have a great mental diet. Welcome to episode 44 of the Mental Dietitian Podcast, and I'm excited about this episode. I'm always excited about every episode, but I'm excited about this one just as much as any other. And I want to really want to talk about purpose today and what that means for a lot of people. What it means for me is what you were really put here for, what you were put here for. And the Japanese have a beautiful concept called ikigai and your ikigai imagine four circles there's four circles and they all meet they all link together and there's a tiny little kind of almost square in the middle your ikigai is what you love to do what the world needs what you can be paid for and what you are good at So, for example, if you combine what you love with what you are good at, it's a passion. But you might not get paid for it. And there's a lot of people out there that think that that's what they're, oh, this is my passion. This is my purpose. And I've seen a lot of people, they love doing it. They might be good at it, but they're not getting paid for. And it's not really what the world needs necessarily, but it's their passion. And I've seen a lot of people, they they go down that path and they pursue what is their passion. For example, somebody loves cutting hair. And one day they want to have kids in a family. Well, most hairdressers work the opposite shift of what the rest of society does because most people want to come in and get their hair done after work. So if you work these hours, it's very hard to be a be a a mom that maybe can go watch your kids' school games when they're teenagers or whatever because you're cutting hair, which is your passion, which is fine. Problem is, is if you pursue your passion, some people I've met, especially cutting hair, have started to resent their passion because it's not giving them the lifestyle that they want and there's something missing from it. If you just combine what you are good at with what you can be paid for, that's a profession. That's kind of me in a way, like in sales is it's probably a combination of three of them. I do love it. It's fun. What what I'm good at, I'm very good at it and what I can be paid for. So it's a profession. So a lot of people, a lot of people kind of stand here. They're good at something. They can get paid for it. Why not do it? But there might be the missing piece of the puzzle, which is they might not love it. And it's, it's not really what the world needs necessarily. And uh, I mean, that's a big call. I mean, who who is anybody to say what the world needs? Except we could say that the world needs more love. You can never get enough of that. Um, then there's what the world needs and what you can be paid for. The combination of those two, which is a vocation, which is, it is what it is. Then there's what you love. And then what the world needs, which is more of a mission. 
kind of reminds me of missionaries where say they're a religious missionary and they believe that they love God and it's what the world needs. So they go out, become a missionary, but they won't get paid anything. They might not be even very good at it, but when you combine all four of these things, you get what is called Ikigai, which is what you are put here for, your purpose, what you can get paid for, what you're good at, what you love, and what the world needs. And I think everybody wants that. And everybody wants that. Everybody's like, I would love that. What I saw recently, I think I said last episode, I was fresh out of a plant medicine ceremony and things were very raw. Things were very open. I was feeling a lot. And then integration is one of the most important parts. If It is the most important part in my opinion, because you can learn all these lessons, see all these things, feel all these feelings. But if you don't come back down to earth and weave it into the fabric of your life, then all you did is just got high. Might've been an amazing experience. You might've talked to your ancestors. You might have figured out why you have anxiety all the time in that moment. But when you come back down and come back into society and go back to work and get back home to your kids or your spouse or whatever, and you don't weave those lessons into the fabric of your life, no point even doing it in my opinion it's a you're fooling yourself and one of the things that i'm really trying to weave in is i saw what it really takes to go after my purpose and i now understand why a lot of people don't and you won't hear many people say that (laughs) i always go after your purpose go after your purpose that's what you're supposed to do it's like are you willing to sacrifice everything for that even love, even everything. Are you willing to give it all up, to let it all go? I think that while you're here on this planet, the number one thing should be your purpose, what you are here to do. And only you know that, and only you will discover that. And I found that a lot of people try and discover it through external searchings. But from my personal experience, it is the internal searchings, the internal world. It's more of a remembering. It's not even a searching or a seeking. It's kind of like if you sit still for long enough and you really breathe into yourself and you really do the inner work, it will unfold the way it needs to. But if we fight it and we're kind of battling with it, then it won't. But I got shown if you want for me i feel that my voice something to do with my voice something to do with leading people something to do with telling stories that's all i know about my purpose right now i got shown what is called a warrior poet archetype and a warrior poet is I didn't realize it's what I kind of see myself as. I didn't really realize I saw myself as that. Is like I, I love martial arts. I love that the resistance of going in the cold or going in the hot, that feeling of when you're a step on the mat and some dude is like 220 pounds and he's just a beast and you're like, I'm going to go try and submit that man and get him 
to tap and to bend his wheel. And then after that, we'll give each other a hug and it'll be all good. It's like I'm the warrior side of me. And there's the poet side of me where I love telling stories. I love communicating feelings and thoughts and philosophies and things like that. And I'm like, well, how can I weave those two things in together? It's like, well, you're already doing it. I'm doing it right now. And I just need to do more of that. And I think that for me, the more I do that, the more doors will open and who knows where that could lead. I don't know where it could lead. But there was a lot of fear and a lot of limiting beliefs based on my past that even prevented me for years from even starting a podcast. I still feel it some days, the resistance. I felt it before I started recording this episode, the resistance of like, why, do, why should anybody listen to you? Just like these bullshit limiting stories. I'm like, well, they should listen to me because what I have to say is valuable when it comes from the heart. If it comes from my ego and my mind, I'm just trying to say things that sound cool, but it's not coming from Aaron. It's not coming from me. It's not coming from here, from my chest, from my heart, from, from this center point where I don't really have to think. I just communicate and it comes from somewhere which is where your purpose comes from. It's just kind of your fabric of who you are, your being. But a lot of us have a lot of shit that gets in the way of that and we get stuck doing something that we get paid a lot to do. We might be really good at it, but we don't love it and it's not really bettering the world. That's a lot of people. And I, what I saw was about a week and a half ago is I saw like why people, why people do that. And I had a lot of compassion for it. I imagine... One of my favorite quotes, and it's, it goes all over the internet. I heard it years and years ago from a, a man called Ron Perrier, who was a, an amazing speaker, really cool guy, passed away a couple of years ago in his 70s or 80s. But he said something, and I heard it when I was in my early 20s, and he said, most men live a life of quiet desperation. I remember that just rocked me. I was like, I, I felt it. I was like, oh. And I just imagine a dad, for example, with two or three kids, mortgage, house payment, car payment, I mean, going to work, doing something that he's very good at. He gets paid a lot to do it, but he doesn't love it. And he knows it's not really bettering the world, but he's got kids and he's got a beautiful wife he loves. And they've got a beautiful home where they make lots of memories. And I think that that could be a life of quiet desperation because you you felt this and you're going to know what I'm talking about when I say it. There's whispers that we get sometimes. It might be in the middle of the night. It might be in the morning when you first wake up. It might just be throughout your day. And those whispers are like, hey, you shouldn't be doing that. You're better than this. You really want to do this forever. There's more out there. These little whispers. And that is your future screaming at you. 
the best potential future that there is for you in this life. That is the best potential future screaming at you. But by the time it gets to you, it's just just a whisper. And that is, in my opinion, living a life of quiet desperation. It's quiet because things are good. You have a great life. From the outside in, you have no reason to complain about anything. You've got a good life. You get to travel. You get to you live in the upper middle class, maybe. But those whispers won't stop whispering. And I'm talking about myself. And I think that I've had conversations with other people to the point where I know I'm not just projecting my worldview 100% and nobody else has ever felt this. I know other people feel this. Otherwise, that quote, living a life of quiet desperation wouldn't hit so many people. It wouldn't be said by Joe Rogan on his podcast and tens of millions of people hear it. It's a real thing. So what can we do? What can we do with these little whispers? You can do what I've done, which is you start where you're at with what you've got and start out small. I imagine these little whispers are like, they're very delicate. They're very fragile. They're very easy to blow away. Kind of like, I imagine they're like almost like a smoke and you can be like, if you just keep doing that, you won't ever get to where the burning fire is, which is your purpose. You will never get these, keep blowing away these whispers, these smoke that keeps drifting into your life all the time. So what we have to do, in my opinion, is slowly cultivate it. For example, if it's these whispers can be just about bettering yourself. I think that they will, you won't know where they lead. For example, if you're really overweight, the whisper could be, Hey man, get in shape, go to the gym, you're better than this. And you going to the gym and losing weight could uncover some stuff, some limiting beliefs about yourself. And then those things could lead to something else. And who knows, one day you're a CEO of an amazing company that is doing all this good in the world, but that whisper led you there. So you have to cultivate these little things and be very gentle with yourself and allow these whispers to come become murmurs, to become words. And the closer and closer you get to that purpose is they might even become screens and they become sh shouts, whatever it may be. And that is the resistance of really going after anything that's worthwhile in this world. You're going to have doubts. It's going to be hard. It is going to take years and years and years. Just like I've I've started this journey with this podcast. I'm 44 episodes in. I just did a thousand downloads, which a lot of people don't do that unless they're obviously a celebrity or quite well known with some kind of audience. That like most people don't do that in their first year. And I've done it in under a year, and it's like okay, cool. But I still have those days where it's just that resistance that those doubts, those things are like, oh man, it would just be easier to not do this. It's like, well, I can run away from my purpose. I can 
whether or not it's this life or the next, whether or not it's in this dimension or the next, I'm still going to come back to the question, do you really want it or not? Here's what it takes. Here's what you have to give up. And only then will you deserve. Only then will you be rewarded with what you are here to do. But you have to listen to the whispers. You have to follow the whispers. And sometimes the whispers might be coming from an unhealthy place. You don't know. But you have to follow them. You have to listen to what they have to say and listen to how it makes you feel and then follow those feelings and who knows where you'll end up. But you have to make sure you do that. Otherwise, you maybe end up living a life of quiet desperation where everything's good from the outside. Everybody's like, should be happy. You got the car, you got the house, you got the... But you're not happy. And I've met so many men and women, but mostly men that feel that way and they don't, they never complain that there's something there. The future is screaming at them. It's coming to the form of a whisper and you can't run away from the whispers. Just like you can't run away from yourself, can't run away from your purpose because it's always there. Like that story of the man who went traveling, I want to go find myself. And he realized that he took all his problems with him because he was the problem. (laughs) So I hope this perspective helps. If you get one piece of advice, whatever it is that you know that you maybe should be doing more of, could be something small and it is going to be something small. It has to, you have to fertilize and nourish and it's like having a tiny little baby, this little dream, this little dream of a purpose, this little dream of whatever it is you want. You have to water it, nurture it, look after it, speak kindly of it. And eventually it'll grow big and strong. And if you had to grab your hand and be like, this is where we're going because this is who you are. It might be uncomfortable. Other people might not have said, they might have said that this is not who you are, but you know who you are and you've always known who you are. You don't need to find yourself. You need to remember who you are. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I love you guys. And um, go listen to those whispers. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Mental Dietitian Podcast. If you found any value at all, please share this with a family member or a friend or just a guy or a gal walking down the street. Just anybody at all if you feel like it could help them and benefit them from the conversations that we're having. It would mean the world to me if you could also leave a review. It helps grow the show. It helps the algorithms. And I also do love connecting with my listeners. So please reach out to me on social media. The best way to get a hold of me is through Instagram. And my Instagram handle is Aaron Lynch Potter. And that's spelled A-H-R-E-N-L-Y-N-C-H-P-O-T-T-E-R. Thank you so much once again.